Let's get it. In the city, we gon' slide, bet I be there pronto. Me, my guys, we really live. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide, bet I be there pronto. Hey, man. education is elevation. This is the top nation. It's your boy, George Lee, a.k.a. Conscious Lee. Don't forget to leave. You can find me at theconsciouslead.com for all your merch, all your online classes. You want to book me, that's where you go. And who I'm with, man? Hey, I'm with you. It's your girl, with with you. I'm with these boys right here. Feeling good, feeling great. Another Thursday night with the Chop Up Nation, with the Chop Up fam. We got people in here, everybody from Kansas City to Cape Town. And I'm just so happy to have y'all in the mix with us this evening. Uh, higher definition lec.com higher definition lec.com like your tvs and your phones and your, 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 your electronics higher definition lec.com just go over there real quick let's see what i got going on pop back in with me but make sure you stay connected because we're on the move out here um i'm feeling good who else is with us hey damo the political plug i know what's up man uh i i, I got i gotta talk about Brittany grinding crazy situation the funny thing about it though is I made a, a a TikTok about it, and CBS had hit me up to use it, and then mm-hmm. I, and then I look at the clip where they supposed to use it, they ain't even use it. So, Damn. you know what I'm saying? They, they played me, but you know what I'm saying? We gonna keep it, we gonna keep it pushing. We still gonna continue you know, you this dialogue. Yeah, yeah, that's why we gotta continue this dialogue. So, so you know, let's get it. Yeah, man. So we gonna Start jump on Snapchat. Yeah, we gonna jump on straight into the Snapchat. <laughs> uh, recently, um. Our boy Boosie Boo then then, then 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 hop right back into the news, you know what I'm saying? Right back into the the, the controversy, you know, in terms of news cycle. Um, apparently he was on stage with his 18-year-old son um recording with his iPhone uh woman's body parts on stage. And you know, uh, Boosie's always in the um media talking about, you know, Lil Nas X and the LGBT community being uh she manufactured and pr- promoted and advertised to his kids. So I'm curious what y'all think about, you know, Lil Boosie's recent controversial ways of making it to the headlines. Uh, I watched it and I thought, you know, the, it's a, the, the, the hypocrisy is always so interesting that you just pointed out. And I think I watch now Boosie stuff in frustration because I know it is sad because it don't matter to the Hold on, and to be clear using a magnifying glass to examine yeah. lady parts of a woman on stage right. it was magnifying glass it was grotesque and if anybody saw the clip um i'm not gonna encourage y'all to go watch it and go see it because i just sat there and was like this crazy like this this wild right here but more importantly I, I i think the thing that startled me the most about it is that it's not enough to change people's mind about defending him people will still cape for Labusi, people will still behind sit behind his perspectives on kids. They will, under the guise of not being homophobic, be like, "But uh, listen, okay, so I see what he's saying, but it's about the kids. Yeah. It's about the kids." Yeah. And I feel, I mean, I'm sorry, 18 is suspect grown. You know, let's let's be honest about that frontal lobe and its development that don't stop till it don't end until 25. So, you know. That's still a that's still a child. That's still your child. I think the carelessness that you're willing to show and animate for the world takes away all your credibility when you talk about what's good or what's bad for children. I just don't buy it because the same the stuff you did at 18, you was allowed to do, and that you might have just not recorded at 13, 14. Even before that, know, right? Right. We, we know what you did before too. We've seen right. some of that as well. So it's it's frustrating. Yeah, I, I mean, and that that was the one thing that kind of stood out to me specifically because it's just like, bro, like you can't be the Y'all can't be the people that saying that that the reason why uh, uh, you you have this issue with people with queer identities is because they passing it on to the kids. When even amongst heteronormative relationships, y'all hypersexualize them. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about the sex. It's about like what it is that y'all the, the sex that y'all think is acceptable. And yeah, what that being said, uh, Salazar Jesus. Yeah, come on, that, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that the the uh, the conversation about consent does not go both ways when we talk about like homosexual or same gender love and representations on TV, because Boosie didn't give a damn about the consensual relationship that Lil Nas X was having with his dancers. He didn't come care on. about that. So uh, to me, I feel like that's kind of like a pump fake, you feel me, on what we're actually talking about in terms of the hypocrisy of being able to be like, hey, when you when we see the pictures of this, this always already means that homosexuality is being pushed on to but, kids. When we but see this, it this way, it's about consent and it's about 
It's like, but, nah, they, they don't but, bro, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a distraction, though. That's a distraction. I don't need, exactly. like, like, that's a, because all, like, the, the question at hand is the images that's being displayed and the accessibility of those images to children. Right. That's the question at hand. Like, that's the overarching ethical concern, right? That's why it can't just be let these people live a life because the overarching ethical concern is displaying sexual relationships to children, right? That that is what got to go both ways. You can't say that you have and you have issues with hypersexualized image uh, being displayed to children because again, like Toya said, like this child is eighteen, but the kid, like he 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 been on this, right? Like he he didn't been had his son, like didn't he get his son, like pay for it? You know what I'm saying? His son, you know what I mean? So it's like pay for something. Yeah, I I mean, because again, for for YouTube guidelines, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying allegedly, to speak to you paid for a little some some for a little some some for his for his son allegedly. Yeah, I, I but like I said, I ain't trying to speak too gratuitously to it. But you know what I'm saying? We 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 see that these type like the hypersexualization is cool as long as yeah. it's heteronormative. I you, mean, I, I just we we look at then Byron. I look at your comment right, and you're like, it was just for shock value. We all know, and we all know, sex sales. He knew it would get attention, and I almost don't even know what your who your comment is about. Because it's true for all parties involved. So if it gets all to be true and Boosie gets a pass and that's what you're talking about, valid. Okay, sure. But it's also true for Lil Nas X, which has to be valid, which has to be okay. And you got to be like, not my flavor, not my cup of tea, for sure. Make your money, young man. Get your bag. Do your thing. Get your attention, which is the only thing queer people are trying to do is ride their lane and waste this gentleman and straight folks get to ride theirs. Before we move on, hypocrisy. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the greatest impact in this conversation with in hetero hypocrisy is displaying sexual images to kids. Y'all yeah. cool with kids, y'all cool with kids seeing gratuitous heteronormative shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's just be real about that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, that's okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You ask little kids if they got boyfriends and girlfriends at school. You'll take, let them take them go do dates. Y'all go take them to the movies together and go do. I've seen a lot of parents do wild stuff for their young kids to facilitate heterosexual relations at very early ages. It never set fails to blow my mind. But the last thing yeah. I say on this topic before I go to the next Snapchat is I watched uh, what's that Turning Panda or Turning Red, the, the the new Disney show about the you know what I'm saying coming to age uh, Chinese. Canadian girl, mm-hmm. and I thought like, man, if she was, if she was, if she was gay or lesbian, oh my god, they talk about sexualizing kids. It's like, hey, throughout the entirety of this film, she is literally fantasizing about a boy band. You know, things mm-hmm. that thirteen year old girls do. The thirteen year old girls do. But I thought like, boy, if she was not straight, this whole show would cause so much stir and p- people be so pissed off because they'd be like, you're pushing homosexuality to the kids. But mm-hmm. hey. Keeping the conversation going on this little snapshot. Hold on, real quick. There's one more comment. One more okay. comment. Yeah, yeah, DeAndre said, I just wouldn't let my kids watch the little Nas X, nor would I let them watch some Nikki or any of the sexual videos either way, which is understandable. But when we're talking about the justification of why a certain group of people becomes demonized, it has to do with the way images are displayed to children. You feel me? When you but when we're seeing heteronormative relationships being displayed and we don't see that same outrage. Then we gotta we have to question whether or not that's a legitimate concern or it's just used to justify bigotry. We've also gotta stop pretending that people like Boosie have it all figured out and all together when they're a social scientist, when they're parents who've been parenting, who got multiple children, that when it's parenting has been going on for generations where we still have not figured out the answers to these questions. What is too much versus enough when you teach young people about sexuality? I agree with a lot of people in the comments when they say kids shouldn't be thinking about sex or nothing like that. Period. And I absolutely agree. I don't think we should be sexualizing, sexualizing children at all in, in any context. It was a video of a little boy on a uh, on a pole. Uh, and he had his legs up, kind of swinging around, getting his whole life. And everybody for two weeks was like, oh, you terrible mess images and messages. And you can tell he spent too much time with his mama. And look what he'd be watching. Da-da-da-da. Whatever. So there's a constant back and forth about the notion of sexualizing children. I don't yeah. think we should do any of it. That being right. said, we have to be realistic in the 2022 world in a society uh, where I have infants FaceTiming me. They know how to use these devices. They're going to get to the right. images. They're going to get to the representations. So right. parents do have to have an active role in influencing their child, their household, and when they want their kids to get a hold of stuff, just opposing that with the understanding that the kid's going to get 
get it anyhow. So you've got to breadcrumb your young people in a way that's healthy, meaningful, fair, and realistic for both LGBTQ experiences and straight experiences alike. Because it's all out there. They're going to see it all. They need to understand and respect it all. And that's that. Yeah, and too, for the for the for the, for the uh, to clear it up before I'm out in Salazar. Salazar, yes, turning red was about puberty. My point is about that different people based off of their gender and how they recognize their sexual, you know, what I'm saying desires. They go through puberty different ways. So for me, puberty was recognizing that I was attracted to women and recognizing what it meant for me to be turned on or for that thing that you know what I'm saying stand up. But somebody else, their puberty might be a lot different if they find out that when they're going through puberty, they're attracted to the same sex and recognizing that. It's going to be different in terms of the doctor, the, the movie turning red. What it means to go through puberty looks a lot different for a lot of different people. So to, to, to cap this off, a lot of folks be lost in the sauce of heteronormativity when you think about puberty and you believe that it's only, quote unquote, natural for someone to see that they desire the opposite sex and recognize and me recognizing consciously that there are other people that go through puberty that recognize to, when they're going through their development that they like other things that society tells them. They, they, like. they just come mm-hmm. to a different conclusion. That's it. That's it's just different. Yep. Keeping the conversation going, though, man. Our boy Kanye West has uh, figured out a way to keep himself in the news. You know, I say figure out a way like he don't know how to. But Kanye West was banned for 24 hours for violating harassment policies. I was trying to look up the exact post reason why he got banned. The reason he got banned is because he said, what did he Who was he talking to? Trevor Noah. He was talking about Trevor Noah because Trevor Noah defended Kim Kardashian. And he said, Coon, he called him a coon, basically, I think, which is why he, and he said, but it was in the context of kumbaya. He was like, kumbaya, Lord, kumbaya, oh my Lord, kumbaya. Instead of saying kumbaya, it was spelled K-U-N, which is a, it red flagged some stuff, and then they had to get him out of there for 24 hours. So he was being mm-hmm. aggressive toward Trevor Noah, used a derogatory slur in term, and then they, they gave him the accent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, because this is the thing, though. It's like we got Trevor Noah. All right, you go, you go in at your yo yo ex's new dude. All right, whatever. You doing it as publicly as you doing it? That's like that's. Yeah, I, thought shit, was, yeah, I thought he maybe got uh, uh, kicked off because he had called Skeet like a, a pedophile or something and said you can't be around my kids or something. No, nope, all of that is above board. Fair game. <laughs> <laughs> something else. Nah, Social media, but, wild boy. Social media, I wild. Be, I mean, social media is just a platform. You can't blame social media. You feel me? Like you gotta like Kanye Wild for like what? Really, it's it's he's if anybody says publicly anything about his situation with Kim Kardashian, he literally is going. He's going to attack you. Like, like, because the, the whole idea is that it's like, bro, like, okay, we see what's happening behind the scenes. Or mm-hmm. we get that there's something happening behind the scenes, but this whole thing's supposed to be behind the scenes, bro. We ain't supposed to be hearing your tweets. We ain't supposed to be seeing all like how you move. And this whole thing is supposed to be behind the scenes. So when you when you got people that's publicly like you know commenting about like the levels of like we see your toxicity, like sometimes I'll be telling my wife, let give me an give me an opportunity to be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like what you display it right now, like when we get to the like who was in the wrong part, you didn't even give me the chance to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to be because we looking at we see what you doing. You know what I mean? You were the one right. that's posting the, the Instagram comments and all and, and everything else. So incessantly, then incessantly. That's why I'm using one of my SAT words, ACT words, incessantly. Ex- right. Another one of our favorite debate words gratuitously. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh and, and so it, it, and so when you have people whose job it is to comment on society and you're making yourself a part of what society's discussing, you don't get to threaten DL Hughley, bro. You don't get the call, Trevor Noah, Coon, bro. Like that, it don't it don't work yeah, like that. Like, no man, call. DL is not scared of you, bro. You know, I mean, not, he not, I, mean, not. I, I, I always look at DL Hughley's. If y'all haven't been paying attention to his jabs, he's been on the road almost every day coming at Kanye. And I have, I, I, it's it's funny but not very ableist in nature. Uh, I am human, right? So I I, I have them. Like, huh. mm, mm, it's problematic. Mm. It's problematic. Had to, and had to let that because it's yeah. just really very, very I ain't watching. It's one of those things where because he no, he said, uh oh, what did he say? While you think he about said, it, Toya, let me say this one. Let me say this yeah. one. When he at when he told when he said when he was dealing with the uh with his like co-parenting issues, he said yeah. he called all the people he knew 
And the best advice he got was from Tory Lanez. Shut right. it down. <laughs> Turn off the camera, bro. Give it up. Like you gotta reset. pray though. You know, and Tory Lane said, Y'all can't mad at me. Sometimes God uses unlikely messages. No, no, no. We can't like we can't no. get mad at Tory Lane. Mm-hmm. No, correct. We can't get mad at Tory Lane. We're saying that, bro, you the the at the level of life that you're supposed to be at is supposed to be projecting a certain type of like it's supposed to give you access to certain type of knowledge. I mean, if the best advice you get it from Tory Lanez. Reset, bro. Just reset. And it, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate to watch. I think, you know, more than anything, and I'm looking at some of these comments that kind of had me going a little bit. Let me see. Uh, Salazar, uh, Jesus, we are eating it up. Can't have enough of it. We literally talking about it right now. So I can agree. Kanye's plan. I don't know if it's a plan. You know what I'm saying? And this is a thing. You know, I don't. I don't know if it's planned. I just really think he out of control and don't really care. And I think the more that people try to censor him and tell him he's doing a bad thing, the more he is convinced he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same way we look at moderate I mean, self. I mean, he's a conservative, so I think I can make these delineations. But in the same way as you know, conservative conservatives have dug their heels in on shit that we're showing them is like not true or wrong or problematic. They're like, no, the more you tell me like that, that's what I'm makes them go harder. Yeah, I got to ride for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is proof. To me, you like, nah. is the opposition. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like it's just an embedded circularity that you can't necessarily get out of. Um, yeah. Let me see. I feel like people excuse away Kanye's abusive bullying behavior behavior with his talent and genius. They absolutely do. It is not lost on me that you know he has this very high performing uh, uh, documentary on Netflix that everybody's like, go watch it, go watch it. You can really understand that in the face of all he's going through, he's just a man going through some issues. He's really a genius. I disagree. I watched it. I did not come to a conclusion. I watched all three of them. I did not come to a conclusion. His behavior outside of it makes me so frustrated that I'm disinterested in watching it. I can't appreciate yeah, nothing. That, that's that's I can't appreciate anything he does or produces. It just is really too kind of yeah. hard for me. To, to like or care is I, every time I try is interesting. Now I will say, well, something interesting about this Kanye thing. I don't know if uh, Lee, you caught a hold of this and I ain't trying to steer the conversation away, but I did catch this is a lot of people were very unfairly today. And we got to be careful of having criticisms of people, but following slippery slopes that kind of irrelevant to your prime criticism. And what I'm saying is people today I saw on Twitter was like, Oh, Kanye is fixated with North. What is it about North? They only he only seems to talk about it, complain about her, but he got three other, you know, three other kids that he doesn't talk about. And they was kind of saying it with an air, like some weird stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? And this is where his business and his life playing out on front stage is really that's when it really gets sad because people are taking it as an opportunity to then build sub stories and sub narratives about it, you know, using it as an opportunity to try to think through his issues and experiences. And you see it in every comment section where people just think they know more about his life and his, his, his situation than him. I bring it full circle by saying this is why we can't walk around blaming people's mental illnesses for what we see their real lives look like because everything can be explained away through mental illness. Everything is a mental issue or a mental break or something. And it's also everybody. It's not always something raggedy or nasty hanging around the curtain. Like I really appreciate it. A lot of people was like, I don't respect Kanye, what he's doing, who he is, but we're not going to drag his name in the mud and pretend like he's having an inappropriate relationship with his daughter. Y'all are letting this narrative that He's yeah, I don't like this shit. Yeah, I don't like this shit. Like, yeah, I'm bugging. So I say all this to say, keep it cute and put it on mute. You know what I'm saying? Have something valid. Since we're all a part of the social media culture, we're all jurors in the court of public opinion, right? We are yeah, journalists. You know what I'm saying? Or or hyper super professionals in whatever field is popular at the time, whatever conversation. COVID, we were microbiologists and immunologists. Uh, in Russia, we all got degrees in IR. Like, I get it. You think you know everything about everybody, but stop letting your imagination run wild when we start having these conversations about these real people's lives. Because you don't you don't know all the subtext, man. You just be thinking, be sitting there, feeding into it. Yeah. Well, the last one, man, the last, the last part of this chop. Um there's been some controversy about the uh, proud and proud and prouder family reboot. Um, just about some of the representations due to them having a makeup boy, a boy that does makeup. Them having uh, two dads, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, a, 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 a couple, a, a couple of dads, two men that are dads, and saying that you know, uh, I think it was a Facebook post that actually went viral saying that you know we're pushing homosexuality to the kids i actually got a dish dialogue episode coming up about this on monday uh, also mm-hmm. y'all be sure to check out the last Dish dialogue episode that came out last monday i'm curious though uh what do y'all think about this new controversy in 2022 
I, you know, I think it comes full circle to the Boosie conversation where it's just like, we got to be realistic about what kids are already consuming and what they have access to and what we need to make available to them. You know what I'm saying? They're going to find it. They're going to get it anyway. It's a little person, a little child walking around that classroom, just like that character right now. And they need a legitimate way to kind of orient them to social situations, to understand their perspectives and to make room for them. And so I just, yeah, animation is a beautiful dynamic thing. And I'm happy that the Proud family is kind of making their moves and they strides the way that they always done. Cause this is not a new character. This character is just a grown up version of what has already been on the show. So. Um, it's simple. Uh, equality and equity looks like oppression to people with an oppressive mind state. Hey. Seeing seeing like a, a different group of people represented, you know what I mean? Like this class of people exists in society. Right? They, like this group, like people see these like these characters and see themselves and it it, it the, the whole idea behind this whole thing is inclusivity. Like like seeing more, like you got to see it first in order for people to understand that it's not something to be feared, right? That's the whole thing. And so when you start to include voices that have been excluded, the people who actively work to exclude voices see that as an attack. Yeah. I just, I don't like, and some of the comments, like, so there's an idea that- We're going to keep having these conversations. Like there is, like, I, I, like the argument is, is, common, right? Trying to push homosexuality on our children. I just, I want to know what you mean by push. What is your interpretation of push? There is a guaranteed sex scene or some type of relationship. One second, there's a guaranteed sex scene or some type of romantic relationship that under, that is a subtext of most storylines and most movies. Somebody got to have a crush on somebody. Somebody got to follow. So what do you mean by pushing homosexuality in comparison to what I would, I guess, also call pushing heterosexuality like those are the types of conflations that i don't get similar to um uh Leap. and i think i don't know if i got that right you're like they shouldn't do it at all it's really six shit kids shouldn't have a pre- sexual preference it's a lot of things kids shouldn't do that they doing at five at eight at seven at ten at fifteen they shouldn't be uh telling kissing folks and touching folks and touching genitalia they shouldn't be you know what I'm saying? Depending on who you talk to, going on dates and going out unsupervised and being able to be in environments where anything can happen. They shouldn't be doing a lot of things. You let them do it. You say it's yeah. okay. A lot of that is cap too. You know what I'm saying? That's my yeah. biggest question. A lot like, of that be cap too. It's like child development don't, don't work like that. Like if you look in child development, you go to Google right now and look at child development, you see at the age of five or six kids start making gender differences. So the idea that you're not already thinking about sex and sexuality to me is just funny. I have a five-year-old. My five-year-old, when I watch Disney, we watch Disney or when we're watching any TV show, she's picking up on the romantic parts of the TV show that, that you know what I'm saying that they're selling to her. Whether it's Jasmine yeah. Aladdin, whether it's oh, wait, Cloud hold on. And, and that's what I was about to say. Like, do, do, like, people, do people not realize that we just now started getting to a place where Disney princesses aren't the end of a romantic relationship? Yeah, really. Like, like yeah, when we talk about Disney princess that like, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a part of a romance. So think again, I that. think that a lot of people just be bullshitting when you talk but, about. But hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But that, that's why it ain't even it ain't even like it ain't like we can't move past this. Up until recently, every Disney princess has been at the end of a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty, Snow White had to be kissed in order to be awakened. What are we talking about? Yeah, I just like, and, so so. Aladdin, hold on, Aladdin like created a whole identity. The pre- to the presence of something a- and pushing something is two different things, man. My my episode of Ditch Dialogue, I make a specific point in the video where I make a distinction between the presence of an identity being there and pushing the identity being there. As black people, we know that we are present politically, socially, economically, in all realms. Nobody would say that black folks are being pushed politically or socially economically we're being exploited we're being monetized we're being commodified but that don't mean we being pushed that and, and with this conversation right that pushing in my definition uh yg gun sa- says is a form of presentation that incites the imagination without guidance let's go back to the disney princess example without guidance you will walk around as a woman Thinking you gotta wait for a man, a man is gonna come save you. The only way for you to liberate yourself or be led is by a man. And the actions, the sacrifices, the sticking your neck out, and you showing up, 
It's contingent on a man. Until your mama is like, but you know, you don't need a prince to do nothing. You go out, have whatever you want, do whatever you want, be whatever. So this is a good movie. This was cute. But I want you to, that is the type of guidance that young women have needed for generations to get through the images that have been shown to us. What do I say? What do I mean? I mean, that means the same way these images are pushing, being pushed to gay people. You can sit down with your child and say, those people love each other. They were in a consensual relationship and they were the same gender, but it's okay to like girls, little boy. If you like girls, it's okay to do that too. Just make sure whoever loved you, you love them back. Y'all do right by each other and be peaceful, right? You can show and have the presence of something and still round it out with the type of parenting you need. Right. But also being conscious of the fact that what you say to your child about the images they saw is going to stick with them forever, which is why you can't just be like, look at them gay niggas. You bet not never. You bet not. Because that is yeah, what creates yeah. the violent homophobic people that we're trying to fight against right now. You need to have oh, a balanced oh. world where I was I understood that if you wanted somebody to pay your bills and save you, do your thing, live a high like have somebody rescue you, put you in the castle, baby girl. You, know, are Prince Charming. you deserve right. that. But I was also given the option to opt out of that illusion of what it meant to be a woman as well these are the, the the various this is parenting a lot of people have said in the comments where you slow it down and say okay now let's have a conversation about what you just saw you, oh, it's, it's, you can have complex conversations my daughter love a makeup boy episode that i because I, I have another example that like this like this just on face value sleeping beauty if we're talking, oh, no, 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 not Sleeping Beauty. Uh, what's what's the name? Uh, That's a good one, though. Sleeping Beauty. No, no, no. Even outside of Sleeping Marvel. Beauty, bro, hold on. Sleeping Beauty and Snow White had to be woken up by a prince. He had to kiss him for them to live, and the movie was named after them. But even outside of that, the Little Mermaid, she gave up her voice to be with a man. Gave up her voice, mm-hmm. yeah, to sustain the hetero to sustain the heterosexual relationship. Like let's well, think about that. Like, what are we teaching? Love mermaid. What are we teaching like our daughters about what it means to sustain a heterosexual relationship? You gotta give up your you gotta give up your voice to be with a man. That's okay. And they show that's how okay to teach our kids. Hey, this right here is the heterosexual hypocrisy where you act like when we see depictions of heterosexuality is neutral and objective, but when we see depictions of homosexuality or saints and loving, all of a sudden it's tainted and defiant. That's the cap in the rap. That's the heterosexual hypocrisy. That's the lies. That's what I call being lost in the sauce. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like just let it go. And to me, lastly on this topic right here. Gay people, nine times out of ten, come from heterosexual households. Mm-hmm. If you believe that whatever a kid sees depicted in front of them, they're going to emulate, if that was true, you would not see any existence of homosexual, lesbian, gay people at all, because all of them come from heterosexual households. This obviously shows the way that our sexuality develops and the way that we are coming to to come to see what we desire, what turns us on, is not some shit where it's like, well, Monday through Friday, I was starting some gay shit. It's the weekend, but damn it, I'm on some gay shit. Cause you showed it to yeah. me five days out the week. It's like, man, get your ass on somewhere with that. But and, and, let me let me the elevation. I digress. What can I can I the digression happened? It, it did. I digress. You got it, T. <laughs> The only thing I want to say with this, Nina, Nina, Nina drops a comment that I like a lot because we have to apply the same logic across the board. Most parents want to be somebody that makes their children choose instead of giving them a choice, which is wild to me. Right. Because we recognize and understand that your kids going to do and be the people they want to do and be anyway. It's just about that progress and that process to get in there and whether or not it includes you or excludes you, whether or not you're supporting them or leaving them out there to fall through it blindly or whether or not you are connected to your child and want to love on them as opposed to leaving them estranged and alienate them by yourself. You made a decision at 18. You know, I'm pretty sure if your mama was like mine, maybe it was not. Everybody had different households, but your mom probably wanted you to college, go to college, probably get this type of job or that type of job, live this type of lifestyle, that type of lifestyle. And there came a time when you had to look at your mama like, that's not it. You had to look at your father like, that's not the play. Uh, I know this is what you had in mind. It's not what co- what's cooking out. You still riding with me? You still love me all the same? We still good? I can still come over on Sundays and eat? I can still slide by to the functions and, and come and be a part of stuff. And they had to make a decision that even though their vision that they had for you and the person you was going to be wasn't going to come true, that they still had to ride for you. That is the only thing that your queer, your LGBTQ, your trans, your uncertain child needs from you is to 
even if they deviate from your vision of what they should have been done, should have done from womb, from 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 cooking, from maturation to adulthood, that you still stand by and ride by them, and they feel that actively. It's not just a thought in your head; it's an active thing that you're showing and demonstrating on a day to day basis. That's all I'm saying. And, and the last thing I want to say on this, because that was wonderful to you. Last thing I want to say on this is, we can all start from the standpoint of sexuality should not be displayed to children. Like, I think that's just bullshit though. Hold, hold, like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, George, George. We in media, bro. We gotta know what the, we got. We gotta know what we doing. We in media. You know what I mean? Man, I don't want to be this no media person. I don't know. Like, hold man, on, but this ain't about hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold development, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's, cool. All that's cool. All that's cool. Stop. All that's cool. But you got this has to be said. This conversation is starting from the standpoint of sexuality should not be displayed to children. Period. Right. The conversation about gay shit being presented to our children in an agenda, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that being the that being the reason why heteros or homosexuality and those types of image and, and that type of conversation or images is mm-hmm. dangerous is bullshit. When we see heterosexuality, like actions, sexual actions being displayed to t- children and not getting that same type of conversation. Yeah. Period. Like, that's the conversation. I know how media likes to flip shit and turn shit, but the argument that's mainly used to demonize queer people is bullshit when you look at how uh, how uh, heterosexual people, heteronormative people respond to heterosexuality being on full display. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Period, period. Solid comment from Derek at the bottom. Y'all check that out as we transition over. Uh, Lee, is this the put a pin yeah, on that? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this is your change over. Uh, transition over and getting to Derek. See, Derek says, uh, uh, as a gay man, there is no such thing as sexual preference. You're either gay, lesbian, straight, bi, or pan. Ain't nobody choosing to be gay. The hell, lol. <laughs> With that being said, man, I think that a lot of people have a very archaic or shallow understanding of sexuality. And you forget that the first time that you was turned on, there was a natural experience that happened. And there was like an epiphany that you had to come about the process like, oh, my God, what's happening here? Don't you ever forget. I don't give a damn how old you think you is. I don't give a damn how many books you think you done read. I don't give a damn how many YouTube conspiracy theory videos you done stumbled upon. Don't get too lost in the sauce when you forget how you stumbled upon learning your sexual consciousness, learning about Mm -hmm. what you like and what you didn't like. I'm looking it up right now from the young children, approximately the age four to six. You feel me? According to the experts, I ain't even going to read what put in there because I know how YouTube play with the community guidelines and things. But research over me search when we talk about sexuality and kids there are literally whole courses and literature bases about child development and child psychology and we know as far as preschool age kids start making different you feel me things of what's going on my five-year-old daughter know that me and my wife kiss my five-year-old daughter know that me and my wife is married my five-year-old daughter know that a lot of things that me and my wife do in terms of romance in terms of intimacy because they ain't dumb and they see what's going on so instead of insulting the intelligence of a kid you should just get your own insecurities together and stop projecting it onto kids and that's on your mama and mine what's the name <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, nah, yeah, I got it. Um, with that being said, we could go ahead and transition over into the political chop. Today, we are talking about Brittany Griner and her situation over in Russia. Now, uh, since what is it? Was it February? Uh, Brittany Griner, since February 17th, Brittany Griner mm-hmm. has been uh detained in Russia. Uh, just a bit of background information on that. Uh, she does play for uh, a, a a women's basketball team in Russia. So uh she's she's routinely she's routinely uh there back and forth, spends time, works there, spends time there. Mm-hmm. Uh and back in February, she was accused of traveling with weed cartridges with hash oil in them. Uh so up until recently, she had a, a court case where her detainment was pushed out to May 19th. Um, mm-hmm. State Department officials feel like even on May 19th, it'll probably be pushed back again, given the diplomatic relationship between the United States 
and Russia. Now, uh, it's a few details uh, about Russia that make this even, you know, more nuanced. But just with that information, it's a lot of people that saying she traveled with, uh, she traveled with Tree. You know what I'm saying? She like she knew what she was getting into. Like this is what happens. These are the circumstances, right? Then you got other people saying that like this don't even make sense. Like she lives in Russia. She travels right. back and forth because she plays. She works in Russia. So all of a sudden she get caught with some weed pen. You feel I me? Mean? So from yeah. y'all perspective, first the first thing how do you, how do you respond to people that make the you know she got caught she got in trouble. That's her fault, type shit. Man, the first thing I to me, I see the pathology of anti-blackness. Like all that innocence of proven guilty, or all that uh the crime gotta match the time shit. To me, I see it stone out the window when it comes to black and brown people, especially if you black and you gay and you're a woman. To me, it seemed like all of the standards of literally you being able to have some type of uh process of the law. Being able to defend yourself, go out the window. We see even for in American context when you're abroad, we see it don't even matter. All that uh, Russia's bad. We don't trust Russia. This, that, and you have to go out the window. A black woman did it. Oh, she obviously did it. She, it's her fault. It's like, damn. 10 years for a cartridge? Yeah, she should have known better. Damn. That's it. <laughs> but Russia's supposed to be crooked, right? I think, you know, what is frightening about this, and I see similarities between us and the Jesse situation in the sense that people take very likely jail, the implications of it, the impact of it, and kind of how hard and harsh that is, especially when we think about, I mean, from what I understand, international jails are 10 times worse than the American jails that we're trying to abolish. The American Depend, it depends on where you at. Depending on where you at, absolutely. But I, I come to believe it's no joke over in Russia. And so I say that to say, you know, I think, you know, let's, let's, let's not lose perspective here. The same people who are just like, I mean, yeah, you do the crime, you do the time, whatever, probably out some corner of their mouth would justify marijuana legalization, would under, understand that things like weed are just nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now, given we have to respect and understand that internationally, different contexts for these types of things are the same. But come on now, you're talking about somebody's life in jail for 10 yeah. years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like George said, the time don't fit the crime, and that's excess- excessively true mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a penal system and in a justice system that never serves nationally or internationally black people in equitable and fair ways and so we're still talking about a life being lost behind bars over some bullshit is what i'm saying right and so the flippancy and it just you, you shouldn't be like that is customary uh approaches to talking about the experiences of black people that queer people and that people who are underrepresented and whose issues are mishandled in the court of public opinion that's how they get talked about you know what i'm saying so I, it's, it's rough because we're just talking about some hash oil yeah. And yeah, skepticism about, you know, like you said, plug with her living there and living here and going back and forth or whatever. It's a lot of skepticism about how this is being blown up to begin with. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy. Yeah. I, and I think so. Cause in, in that actually gets me to the next point where it's like, okay, like knowing what we know about Russia, you know what I'm saying? Knowing what we like the, the, the bad guy to the West, right? Like, like who is, is, they are a current adversary right now. Um, do we have reason to be skeptical about her being arrested for this? Like, is there a reason to believe that this could be some type of diplomat uh, or you know Russian ploy? Because we got to listen. We talking about Vladimir Putin, okay? He poisons niggas. You know what I'm saying? He throws people off of buildings. He assassinates mm-hmm. like like all the shit that y'all see like bad guys doing in movies. Vladimir Putin does that shit in real life. He lit up yesterday. He lit up some 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 big building, and on the outside of the building, in the backyard, they spelled out the words "children" in in Russian, so that the 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 fighter pilots or the fighter jets or whatever could be like, or whoever bought whatever they used to bomb that particular place to see like, don't do it here. His kids in here, no care. Yeah. Reckless of yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just even you know they 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 had already annexed Crimea. You you had. Um, journalists that disappear even right now you see a crackdown on any anti-war pro-ukrainian uh media in russia so knowing that they move like that do we got a reason to believe that they on some you know what i'm saying like trying to do some sneaky shit what y'all think are are y'all skeptical because she pled not guilty so ask the question again my bad is there reason to be? Is there reason to be skeptical of mm-hmm. the claims and the allegations against her? Because she did plead not guilty. 
and knowing that like she lit there, she know she know what's up with Russia. I mean, I think you know, I mean Putin's not stupid and understands that he needs to win the war on multiple fronts. You know what I'm saying? So in any attempt to demonstrate power and control, he probably knows like everybody else knows that the United States is a pseudo uh human rights humanitarian country that is gonna be up in arms if one of their six foot five or however tall six nine black lesbian women are locked up, right? That's going to throw everybody into a kerfuffle and a panic. And so I'm absolutely certain that there's some type of calculation about how this issue is going to be framed the United States, how it's going to just heighten kind of the frustration of the United States, how he, it's a method and a ploy to antagonize the situation, which is like, when I saw the story, I was like, why did a black yeah. queer woman get caught yeah. up in the mix and in the midst of this bullshit? Like, this is terrible timing, right? right. Facts aside, who had what, how it got there, whatever, whatever aside, this is just... Right. For what's happening because you know you get pawns and ploys in this game. I, I believe there was a woman, and now she she had some type of country brand, some type of drug country brand um from Israel. And they were able to diplomatically work it out and come up with some type of agreement. And she got released on dip, like some type of I forgot, I forget the specific uh IR term for it, but she got released on whatever because Putin and then Yahoo homies. <laughs> you know, similar beliefs, similar perspectives. They on the same page. And so it was easy, easy, macaroni and cheesy. But for Brittany Griner, it's not going to look what like happened? that. Yeah. Because you are a bigger, a, a smaller pond in a bigger, you know, chess game right now. So it's, it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Lee? Man, hey, I do think you believe that- in Lee? You think she has some weed on her breath? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know, honestly. I don't know. I don't know, Brittany. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm going to say, even if she did have weed on her, though, like on some debate shit, even if she had weed on her, the even way that she's being held, to me, this preposterous. And the way that she's not being put in the media, you feel me? To me, it's preposterous. To me, it's like when you think about her accolades, it's just WNBA alone. And what she's done in basketball world alone, it's like I couldn't imagine a world of a, a men's a men's NCAA basketball player that's won a national championship and that's won a champ and that's won a championship as an NBA as an NBA player being caught up in jail and it not be plastered all over the you know what I'm saying media you know what I'm saying I didn't read some, yeah. some 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 some, uh, some articles about why she not being plastered like that and to me it's just like yeah to me that's the part that's making me be like damn what's going on so the one of the biggest stars in WNBA one of the biggest stars of a w of a women's women's basketball women's college basketball just come up missing or just in Russia and y'all just business as usual. Wow. Mm-hmm. We, well, yeah, I mean, because I, I I think what it does, it, what it speaks to, is the circumstances of the like. It ain't really nothing you can do. Like you've you've had people speak out. Like you've had uh, Kamala Harris make statements. You've had Hillary Clinton tweets standing mm-hmm. behind it. But we dealing with another sovereign nation with their own laws and their own jurisdiction. The same See, I circumstance. Like I would feel that way. I, I would feel that way if it wasn't what in this time now. We got all this. I feel like, man, we got all this support we're giving in Ukraine. We got all these sanctions we're putting on Russia. It's got to be some type of way that we, to me, oh. I feel like I just refuse to believe that if Brittany Griner was a straight white woman in this situation, I just refuse to believe hey. the American government would be like, yeah, fuck that bitch. I, listen, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just refuse to believe listen, that. I, and, and I get it, right? But I'm going to say this, and this is going to hurt. I'm going to say this. It's going to hurt. Even <laughs> if it was Steph Curry, that nigga light-skinned ass would be sitting there and it wouldn't be nothing that we could do, bro. There are the, the state... Listen, 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 listen. They have put the highest levels of sanctions for what's going on with Ukraine. They already dealing with the highest level of neoliberal economic pushback <coughs> that, they, that, they, that they could receive. True, true. So if they already pulling out all the stops for them and yeah. they not slowing down, what else can you then say and give us Brittany Griner? Or and give us Steph Curry? Hell, and give us LeBron hey, James. I know, listen, listen, I know, I know that I know that for instance, if it happened to Steph Curry, it wouldn't just be on the it, it wouldn't just be on the government. I know that the NBA as a private third-party entity would put together all the resources and all the people they could because, shit, the NBA get uh, get shown in Russia, too. Bro, yeah, I mean, don't you give know, a damn I, about the NBA, though, bro. Well, I don't know. I look at... The money, these, though. The intellectuals, me, like the money. What do you think, Toya? Well, I don't, like... 
I don't know. The NBA is its own entity, but I think still, you know, it's only its own. It, it has a, it has its limitations. I think you know what I'm saying. Like it doesn't have international. Like I guess it has international relationships, but in the world of sports, right? So sports is a tool of diplomacy. So there might be some overlap there, like you know, because of the expansion of the game or whatever. But mm, like I, I will say, what, what, what about what about media coverage? What do you mean? Media coverage, at least like Brittany Griner ain't getting no media coverage. Like she getting media coverage for the lack of media coverage. And this is when I think about this issue, I feel like we talk more about 21 Savage and his issues oh, with immigration. And now, now these are different, but these are still legal issues. Now it wasn't drugs and it was immigration, but we had larger, we had memes, we had big social conversations about getting 21 Savage back over here. Uh, yeah. Trump, Donald Trump is one of his most popular tweets amongst niggas, but I think legendary in general was ASAP Rocky, get home ASAP, ASAP. Like, these issues get mediated. They get figured out. I think the intersections, and we got to remember we're talking about Russia, a country who was against the pussy rights, right, was against a lot of lesbian we'll talk about that. and just yeah. general queer kind of expansion and growth as it was developing in the 70s and 80s, right? So we have that intersecting with blackness, intersecting with queerness, and we really just have quite the kerfuffle here, is I think what the people call it. It's a kerfuffle that we're in. Because we've seen a thousand other examples of some way, somehow figuring that shit out. But when it's coming to her, it's just not. The media is not playing the same. The politics not playing the same. It was already ugly landscape for this to play out on. It's just looking bad. So, bad. And, and, and so let's do that. So let's add that level to it, right? Like Russia is known as for being one anti uh, queer and in a lot of ways anti black. You know what I'm saying? Like we. Uh, they're like uh, the 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 uh, or the excuse me not the riots but the uh, the parades the marches you know what I'm saying like the pro LGBT they are known to not give out those permits you feel me they have, they have been known to uh, uh, really subdue and suppress a lot of the attempts for to and they got a law mm-hmm. they actually they uh, they signed a law uh, that said that uh, certain uh, queer images can't be displayed to children. Damn, for wrong. Right. So, so in was, Russia, they said certain images can't be depicted to children. Certain. Yeah, yeah. It's a um. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 literally a. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's a. It's about traditional relationships. It's a law that's meant to protect quote unquote traditional relationships. So we know that we know they have this 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 uh, anti queer stance. Um, back when Obama was president. A lot of the criticism that Russians had towards Obama displayed him, or just a lot of the images that they displayed of Obama was him as a monkey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we know that there's certain, yeah, there's, so we know that there's certain relationships of racism in in terms of uh, how how Russians move. So you got a black queer woman, right? I'll say, I will say this: she been locked up since February, right? They ain't really been able to have like the same um, contact. That uh, that the that the embassy and the uh, ambassadors of the U.S. in Russia, the same contact that they typically get with prisoners, they ain't mm-hmm. been allowed that. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of things that Russia has done to make it harder to see Britain. Very much right. So. I actually haven't seen her yet. I I, mean, I was seeing tweets that was saying they. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw. Well, I saw a video. I sent a video to our group chat of her walking down recently, the hallway right? in a courtroom yeah. or whatever. But that was that's the most recent movie. thing that we've seen. Yeah, that was the first kind of image that I seen, and I was seeing tweets. I've been seeing tweets. It's like. They, they're saying they can't find Brittany Griner. Or they don't even know where the actual location of Brittany Griner is. Like, over the last couple of weeks, I think as early as this weekend, it was just like, bro, they don't even know where she is. So it's been a case of them playing a the shell game with her, putting her here, putting her there, not being, not disclosing to America, kind of, or the people who are representing That's her. Wow, dog. That's yeah, they, they, they've been playing that game. But look, so with, so we, so Toya this, was able to show us the first images of her, like, walking to court. Right, so so we at least know that, but they ain't been able to like sit, talk to none of the shit that's tra- tra- traditionally allowed. You feel me? They ain't been, they ain't been able to have. They ain't been able I do, to have I access to, to that. Since a lot of people haven't seen the image, I do kind of want to describe what she looked like when she was walking down the hallway, just so y'all kind of know what she looked like. She looked like she was yeah. in good health. She looked like her normal self, except for walking kind of solemnly and sadly. The camera wasn't all up in her face. It was kind of like a side back. But you can tell her she was. You can yeah. tell she was kind of walking solemnly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was a long road she had been on. In terms of what she had on, she wasn't chained up. She wasn't locked up. She wasn't shackled up or nothing like that. She was walking on her own volition. She had on a red flannel, some jeans, and some uh, uh, cool gray uh, 11s. So she had the cool grays on. And so she had clearly access to her own clothing, her own things. Now, we know that they give you access to your own shit 
to kind of make you look a certain way in the camera. They do the same thing in the United States. When you have certain proceedings, sometimes you're wearing your jail clothes, sometimes you're wearing your certain other clothes. I don't know the rules or regulations for why you get to choose, wear what, when, whatever, but ain't no telling what her conditions are, what she typically has to wear, what those types of things look like on a day to day. But I did want to paint the picture of what the image looked like. She had a red and black flannel on, some jeans, some cool grays. Locks was pulled back like this. You know what I'm saying? And she was just kind of walking down the hallway doing her thing. So just to paint the picture of what she was looking like. Um, so, so given, given the circumstances, given like, you know, she ain't been allowed to see her people, you, the people in the United States, they've been able to see her. Uh, I do want to make sure people understand where the fear of her not being seen is coming from. Um, there was a white boy a couple years ago who, uh, in Korea, uh, North Korea, actually, uh, stole a poster, mm -hmm. a propaganda poster, mm -hmm. got caught with it, um, and was sentenced to like 10 years or something like that, like a crazy amount of time in, in Our labor. Jail. Ooh, you like hard labor, yeah. Hard the it next worked. news after he was sentenced in North Korea, the next news that we got to do was that he was in a coma. The next news that we got of him after that was that he was brain dead, and they was mm -hmm. finding ways to ship his body back. And to this day, no one knows what like the uh the Chinese or the, the North Koreans said he got sick and it was what it was, and that's how he ended up. Um, and so when we dealing with like in the United States, we so we we're, we're very, uh, here in our own shit, we privilege, right? We demand certain levels of visibility and certain uh, levels of transparency, right? Agreed. But the one thing the one thing that we got to cope with when we're talking about what's going on overseas is we don't get that. Mm -hmm. we, don't have, we don't have that access. And that's why I stand by the statement that even if it was Steph Curry, his ass would be over there. Because what, what we're dealing with is a political issue. We're like, again, Russia is being sanctioned out of the ass, you feel me? Yeah. And so the one that so what I want to ask y'all now that we got a, a more of an understanding of the of the, the circumstances and the kind of anti-queer or anti-black relationship, what uh what's y'all prognosis? Like how do y'all look at the situation and what do y'all see? You know what I'm saying? Like if y'all I mean, best case scenario, what do y'all see happening short term? I short I mean short term, I hope I'm hopeful. I don't really have a prognosis like a projection. Um, but um, that she gets released to her a lot sooner than May. Um, I hope that, you know, this war is intensifying, but in a lot of ways, a lot of decisions are being made about how to carry on and where it goes from here. Some people are worried about a nuclear option. Other people are like, things might calm down. So the next week will be very telling because as those things intensify, I'm pretty sure fuses are going to be short in terms of negotiating between Americans and Russians on that landscape in general. And so I'm hopeful that we can expedite this process. The May 19th deadline, scoot that bad boy up and get stuff negotiated before the conflict itself gets worse because these are contingent timelines, right? Parallel timelines that I think are influential to each other. So I'm hopeful. I don't know, but I'm hoping that things just move faster than that 19th deadline. But, you know, courts set their dates for reason. Um, before we get to Georgia, I do want to re reiterate, though, that uh, State Department officials are saying that they expect that May 19th deadline to also be pushed back. Jesus. Um, they don't expect anything productive to come from that May 19th uh, session. Yeah, that could be George. right on the wall. You know what I'm saying? George? Damn. Where you? Yeah. I'm I'm uh in terms of what I think about her getting out of jail, the best thing, man. I really don't know. I think that I guess if I'm being hopeful like Toya, hopefully she can get out of jail. Hopefully she can get sent back home with a wife and be be, be back in you know what I'm saying with a NBA team and family and loved ones. But uh as of right now, it looked like because of the obvious, it's just like a lot of uncertainty about when she's gonna come home, if she's gonna be able to come home, what it's gonna look like, if it's gonna be a smooth process, if it's gonna be a whole bunch of litigation and back and forth and international relations. Like we don't know. How before we end And and this and, and this is where I'm really fucked up about it because this is the post that I made on TikTok, and it was just like I wanted like somebody tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like all we really got right now is hopes and prayers. Like, yeah, yeah like let's hope because I mean, I uh, responded to Alicia Marie. She said it's not as if America has zero leverage of power. Sis, we are sanctioning yeah. them out of the ass with exactly. the like I really we've done everything like in terms of Russia and Ukraine. We've done everything we could possibly do outside of actually just putting boots on the ground and sending somebody over there to help them out. 
everything that we could possibly do, which means that every type of leverage that we have in use is currently used to push back or to to deter a full. I mean, it's a full on invasion, but to deter any further conflict, you feel me? That they ain't got no other resources for her, and, and, and they wouldn't. And, and it, even and again, like forget who, even if it was anybody else, they don't have no resources for her. You know what I'm saying? The United mm-hmm. States government, its State Department, and the state—it was already, you know, in 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 um in shambles after after the Trump administration. You feel me? So it's like we ain't even we ain't even firing on all cylinders, right? <laughs> when it comes to our government right now, right? We did, we literally we dealing with uh, and and I I may piss off some of these Biden lovers, but we literally dealing with a rebound president. America broke up with Trump after they was like, hey, let's give mm-hmm. him a shot. They broke mm-hmm. up with Trump. Now we rebounding with Biden. And mm-hmm. why are we why are we dealing with our rebound president? Dealing with a whole, whole Russia. Russia is invading Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? And our sister is sitting in jail while the United States is trying to push back against the Ukrainian invasion. Exactly. I mean, a yeah, couple questions. Uh Mechalit said she can't get bond, and then Stanley followed up by saying, Does Russia even have a bail system? And I think those are important questions. I, I first of all, I think no. And in terms of bail and bond, right, the first thing they negotiate when you get bail and get bond and are you, is are you a flight risk? Are you able to stick around and stay around and handle the legal implications of what you did when the time comes and the rubber hits the road? If you international, that usually takes you off of, you know what I'm saying, out of uh, the possibility of getting that bond because you got reason to flee, to run, to leave, whatever. Da, 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 da. So I doubt, I don't know if they have a bond system or a bail system. I doubt if they do. And I doubt if they'd be willing to extend it unto us at this particular time. We're talking about bonds and bills and we sanctioning them. We taking shit away from them. Talking about, can we pay y'all a little bit of money to just get out? They don't want our money. They pissed that they can't get cash. I, I just uh, heard something um, on, on NPR this morning that said in Russia, in this dire situations. remember, these are governments fighting, not people. Right. These are go- I want to be very mindful of this issue and this conflict when we talk about who's defending what ideals, perspectives and who's fighting and not. Listen, it's people in Russia right now. This man, this woman said her father has been cut off from his uh, chemotherapy because of the sanctions, right? And has had to buy his medications off the black market just to live and survive. You know what I'm saying? Why is this important? Why does this matter? Well, when we think about kind of what's happening in Israel, you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing's shaking over there. They under sanctions so bad, it ain't nothing that a couple American dollars to. Can we cheat? No, they going through it over there. So they have no room for us getting leniency and bills and bonds and favors and stuff like that. They don't want to keep it thick and keep it strong until it all rides out. So it's crazy and it's scary. You know what I'm saying? Largely because it, it's, it's really hard to anticipate what's going to come from this. Okay. But um, yeah, so I mean, so the last thing I'll say uh, before I close it out, because um, we we hitting an hour, so we figure out, you know what I'm saying, um, how we want to do that. Uh, it's, this is where, like, we as like regular people, like how Brittany Griner, how this man, like his insulin and, and other hell, even OnlyFans models, getting they getting they shit cut off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is how well we see like we pawns in imperialist games. You know what I mean? Like Russia versus Ukraine is the Russian government versus the Ukrainian government. Yeah, the Ukrainian people are literally collateral damage. The United States beefing with Russia is the United States government versus the Russian government. Anything that happened to Americans is like as American people is collateral damage. And so, well, so what we have to understand is that like Russia ain't no different from the United States. It's just we more invested in the United States being cool because that's where we get our amenities. That's what the fuck we get. But we're not too far off from being Ukraine. Yeah. Like, if we being honest, to be told, you know what I'm saying? That's like, really, hey, it's really like the, 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 I like the smoothest way to be like, yeah, that's the, that's really the gist of this conversation. We paid our women better; they have to go to foreign countries to for, for work. Yeah, but I mean, plug is I mean, absolutely right. We are listen. The possibility of nuclear action is on the table, and what direction those missiles in? Your guess is as good as anybody else. Uh, A lot of what uh, Putin has been done has been seen as irrational. When he attacked, how he attacked, the veracity of it, the consistency of it, the depravity of it, all people who are political scientists and people who study international relations are like, this does not, this is not the formulaic way 
we we move ourselves into to mass conflict. This man is making some weird decisions. It's also skepticism about there that he has some type of terminal illness and that he is sick and gonna die. And so there's a lot of you know conspiracy to end the world exactly it. like he just he don't care like that is influences influencing his carelessness. All I'm saying is. Look, we are a target. We are a punching bag. <laughs> we are, you know what I'm saying? So let, let's not take for slight. Let's not take for granted anything in terms of our safety and security and how this shit is shaking because things are changing mighty quickly on the international landscape. So, yeah, uh, that is the political chop. We are at over the uh, hour mark, Toya. How you feel? Let's wait. Let's move. Let's end it here is what I mean. Okay. And then we'll come back. <laughs> I wasn't clear about that at all. We're at the hour mark. Oh, we're not gonna hold y'all too long. We did, you know, CP time is our flavor. You know what I'm saying? We, we black people who love black people. So we just be with the black people when we get there. Um, but uh, we can definitely put a pin on this and come full circle with some more conversations to close out Women's History Month. We got a couple more. Uh, we got two more Thursdays left in the month. So plenty more time to have more conversations and celebrate and edify women. But I think we, we did some of that dovetailing in this conversation that we had today as well. So it's our good in the neighborhood. Um, definitely want to remind y'all that we are uh, having these conversations real quick, first of all. Before we end the show, if y'all are still here, go like it, go love it, go laugh at it, go make a mad face at it. I don't really care how you react to it, but go interact with that button right there so people can kind of see what's going on. If you want to share it and let people know that they should go back and recap this conversation, we would greatly appreciate that. Whatever you feel like you need to do, press that subscribe button so that you're not missing out. Right? If you want conscious leads, go to the chop-ups. Like, so if you're from conscious leads Facebook, go to the chop-up show on Facebook real quick before you get off of that app. Go... If you're on uh, YouTube, you own the the, the chop-up shows YouTube, go to the Consciously YouTube, right? We all need to kind of be all in those spaces. That way you don't miss a beat. You don't miss a notification. You know when we coming. You know when we got new content. Instagram, yeah. the chop-up show. At the chop-up show. You can catch us having, you know, separate memes, posts, conversations about a lot of the stuff we talk about and a lot of stuff we don't get to talk about here. But we're talking about it on the page. Chop-up show pod, Twitter. Another place. If that's where you get down is on Twitter. Hang out with us over there. But make sure you follow us everywhere so y'all know what's up, so we know what's up, so y'all stay connected. Next Thursday, we'll be back rocking with y'all. Uh, and we love to see Clark, it. Clark Clark you. Say it again? No, nah, Clark Blanche. I want to say to him, he said we should yeah. have we should have uh, them as a guest. Listen, if y'all want a fan show or a, a, a studio or an audience show on the Chop Up, will we let y'all come on and holler at the Chop Up? Holler at us on Instagram. Holler on us on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want that opportunity, holler yeah, on us. We set up an action time up shout out, you know? Yeah, we can, we yeah, can do still. that. So holler at us on Instagram. You feel me? What you say, Toya? Uh, I'm still, we still coming with music, y'all. I'm still, I still want to do my two-minute warning. Where yeah. we, basically, I'm going to tell y'all the concept behind two-minute warning before we go. Because it's coming soon and I want y'all to be making submissions and thinking about it. We, as the Chop Up Show, used to play music on the show. We moved away from it. We want to get back to it because we like to give artists and people who are creative an outlet alongside our voices and things like that. So the concept behind two minute warning is we're gonna play two minutes of whatever y'all submit as long as it's five and we get to determine that there are no specific qualifications for that. We just be like, yeah, we want to slap this real quick. And you we're gonna play it for about two minutes and just vibe to it. Yeah. Right. And that'll be your warning to the world that you out here. That you on yeah. the map. That they need to come follow you. Come see what's up. So I'm trying to integrate the, the, this idea into the show. I want to get y'all's art, get y'all's music, y'all musicians, beat makers, rappers, singers, uh, spoken word artists, whatever. We finding a way to integrate some of that in the show. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for the two minute warning. We're gonna tell y'all when to submit and how here very soon. We want to make sure this platform is available to everybody. We celebrating y'all's voices too. So that's another way we're gonna try to get y'all included into the show. But that's that's my take on that. Yeah. And then, and then just make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube page, the Chop Up Show, the Instagram, the Chop Up Show, at the Political Plug, at the Consciously, uh, at Toya G, even though that's her personal shit. I mean, still be right there and come say what's up. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah, up? yeah. She be taking cute pictures. She be taking cute pictures. Go ahead and close this out, Lee. Man, close it out, man. I'm over here trying to do stuff on this damn website. Most high tasking. But yeah, man, education is elevation. We actually got a lot of more big announcements coming our way. We're going to be doing some touring. We got a lot of, you know what I'm saying, uh, little mm-hmm. little cameo appearances going to be making. As you see, Damo got the uh, merch over there, Chop Up and Chill. That's One of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, you got it wrong twice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely got it wrong twice. But I thought I'd be forgetting that. I'm like looking at it, so you got to like do the opposite way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's amazing. Website coming soon, merch coming soon. Um, looking forward to really be able to increase our production, man. Uh, every Thursday night, I know sometimes we be a little late, but you know, in between uh 10 30, I mean, in between 9 30 and 10 Central, you're gonna see us pop up. You feel me? A little 30 minute, little, 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 little range. I know it's kind of crazy, yeah. But yeah. No, nah, that's CP time. Hey, real, it's real. Look, real nigga time. It's real nigga time. You know what I'm saying? That, that we'll be in there in that thirty minute gap. Yeah. You know if you mean? ever miss a piece, just go back and listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Y'all know we there too, so it ain't like you can't go recapture yeah. the conversation. Just watch yeah. the YouTube, watch the Facebook, or go listen to us on your favorite platform. It's an easy way to fix that. So don't and, even, don't and look, and if y'all watching it on the Spotify, y'all just catching up with what thirteen other countries are also doing. Yes, oh thirteen. God. When we oh look at God. our analytics, we got thirteen countries that listen to the shop up. So, let's oh get it, man. Like we really doing our thing in the podcast game. We we giving y'all the you know what I'm saying the YouTube. It's the one vibe with the live YouTube. But make sure y'all subscribe to this. Uh, they the ones making it happen. Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Apple Podcast, Spotify. If you missed it, if you fell asleep, whatever. That's where we at though. But with that being said, uh, I know George ain't got nothing else to say. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and close the show the way that we start the show. We out in the city. We gonna slide, bet I be there pronto. Me, my guys, we really live. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I.